Welcome to Investor Insights, the wealth management podcast where we address investor needs, help you enhance your financial situation, and explore all parts of a person's financial life. And now, the host of Investor Insights, Mike Williams. Hey there, it's Mike Williams uh, from Genesis. Welcome again, and uh, thanks for spending time with us here at Investor Insights. Uh, today's, uh, today's episode is going to be called Home on the Range. <laughs> last couple of episodes, we've talked about how we're entering summer, and that's a slow period. As, as much as I'd like to say, I think the market is getting ready to break out of its multi-month trade range that has been uh, very, very thin. You know, the market has moved back and forth over about a 3% range, and that's, uh, that's called a trade range. So Last week, once again, we came to the bottom of the range, and of course, we expected a bounce, and we got one today a little bit. question will be if we follow through. The question fully is, do we have enough energy to actually break through the highs, which would uh, history suggest, which would lead us to the next leg upward in the market after such a, a very lengthy trade range process. But here's the thing. Um, the effects of the uh, what you what you what we refer to as the summer slow mo feel, you know, everything kind of slows down in the markets. The calendar is against us. Uh, you know, people are going to be paying attention to their vacations and not so much the economic insights. Um, as such, the media hype will actually increase. The volume will increase. The antsy, fearful words will be used more frequently. Uh, because they've got to get attention. You know, when there's a pause in the action, everything is about attention. The process here we've covered before continues. The trade range is here. It's performing as it is supposed to. Remember what we talked about. Trade ranges work to build the angst and fear. You know, look, after the last 15 years in the market, uh, we've had two significant bear markets where the public saw their assets cut in half, and if they panicked, they lost their money. Uh, here we are at record highs, and they hate the market now. They're terrified of it. And how do we know that? Well, we know that because we see what they're doing with their money. Remember what we said about trade ranges. They are designed to cause people to be nervous about time. And as time goes by, the more the market doesn't go up, the more fearful it becomes that it's getting ready to go down. Now, that's human nature. The more we don't get what we really want, the more we think the other is coming. And uh, here's the thing. Trade ranges, historically speaking, are pauses. Uh, when markets want to go down, they go down. They don't wait seven or eight months to go down. They hopefully will go down in the summer and we can take some advantage of it. But look, that's just hope. Right now, however, as that anticipation or that fear of the downside builds, and as more time goes by in a trade range, more people exit the market. And uh, that continues to be evident. You know, the latest AAII survey is fascinating in what it provides. I'm going to give you some details. Um, this is from the average investor audience, and it's from a weekly survey. It's done by tens of thousands of people. 
Here's the highlights. Optimism remains below its historical average for a fifth week in a row. And I'm going to tell you why that's important in a minute. Neutral sentiment remains above its historical average for the ninth week in a row. Now, here's the deal, though. Low levels of optimism and high levels of neutral feelings have historically proceeded above average returns from the S&P 500. Even with a slight increase in the last week, less than three-tenths of a percent, the optimism in the marketplace remains below 30%. It's right at one in four people for the fifth consecutive week. Now, get this. This is a streak that has not been seen since early 2003. Now, what is that telling us? There has not been this consistency of a lack of optimism about the markets, even though we're at record highs, since early 2003. That was the pit of the economic collapse between 08 and 09. The world was coming to a screeching halt in the minds of most. The Dow was 11,000 points lower than it is right now. Think about that. And now people feel as less or, or as, as, as paltry in their op- optimism uh, then as they do now. Bullish sentiment ended up 3 percentage points at 27.3%. Neutral sentiment has been essentially unchanged for months the longest such streak in the survey's 28-year history. This is also the 22nd consecutive week with a neutral sentiment above its historical average of 31%. Listen, when you have bullish sentiment below 30% for weeks on end, and you have neutral or negative sentiment as high as it's been, for weeks on end, those are not the ends of bull markets. There's nothing in the history of sentiment that would tell us that. So what are they what are they pessimistic about? Well, while the market's at record highs, their pessimism is, and these are from the comments of the survey, prevailing valuations, recent price volatility, geopolitical events, concerns over the pace of economic growth and the impact of the stronger dollar. All of the stuff you hear in the headlines. In other words, people are reacting to headlines and they're simply mimicking that in their fears and the way they define themselves as being concerned about the future. So here's the thing. This is part of summer. What we have to do is recognize that we are sitting right on the edge of a normal period of pause. We've been in a trade range for a while. It is wearing people out. It is doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing. And it is causing the pessimism it's supposed to cause. What is the outcome of those events? Well, we hope, as we've stated a few times, we hope we're going to get a summer swoon. We we hope that there's going to be a pause we can take advantage of. We hope that we can get a little bit of a correction. I don't think we're going to get a lot of one. But hey, that's what secular bull markets do. They keep you waiting. And the longer you have to wait, the more afraid you become. 
Remember, in the secular bull market between 1982 and 2000, which we lived through, <laughs> there were four years where the market went almost nowhere. So it is normal for a market to pause. The good news is the pause is causing people's fear and anxiety to rise. That is a positive. So let's go with that. Let's realize that, you know, quote, being home on the range, as the title of this episode is all about, it's a normal event and it is performing as it is supposed to. I'd love to see us get some softness into the summertime. As we said in the previous episode, that's usually somewhere between the middle of July and the middle of August. If we can, it would be great. I am not positive we will. We could very well just sit here for weeks on end, very close to the current trade ranges. So let's stay focused. Let's realize that the market is performing as it should. Let's not fall into the crowd's anxiety because the only thing we get if we follow the crowd is what the crowd gets. And remember what the crowd gets. History shows us repeatedly they get far less than the actual market actually produces. And it's over many, many years, so it has a compounding penalty. Let's not fall into that camp. Hope this has been valuable. Thanks again for your time. Glad you could join us on this episode. And listen, until the next time, may your journey be grand and your legacy significant. Have a great day.